This show contains strong language and sexual content. If you're a minor looking for information or help without all the grown-up stuff, visit mygayagendapodcast.com for resources. This episode contains discussion of colonialism, transphobia and cisnormativity in theater, and a brief genital mention. It also contains discussion about the LGBTQIA plus community, but you probably figured that out already. It's right in the title. Monday, we're super gay. Tuesday is also gay. Wednesday is still pretty gay. And Thursday, I have a night class. Friday, we continue to be gay. Saturday is the gayest day. Sunday, yeah, it's still gay, but we also record a podcast. Hello and welcome to My Gay Agenda, an investigative podcast where we interview the queer community. My name is Jay. My name is CJ, and we are here to discuss whatever it is cishet people think it is we're doing. Uh, but CJ, what's on the by schedule for today? Sorry, can we take a pause? Like, not a legitimate pause. This is still in podcast. Are we done with world domination? Oh. This is the second time world domination hasn't been in the intro and i'm not critiquing i just if there's been a change to the agenda i'd like to know oh no i just forgot <laughs> you know how you forget about world domination i totally get it it's, i'm it's, very small and tired and have adhd <laughs> listen it's a it's a busy busy world out there sometimes like world domination like they're like you know that like q1 tasks q2 sometimes you got to put world domination in q3 but it's important, but we don't need to get to it right now. World domination's been put a little bit on the lower priority. As uh, right now, I feel like some of us are just trying to, trying to get by. <laughs> <laughs> Got to make sure there's a world to dominate first. I'm just gonna <laughs> casually, quietly make a note to to remember to say that next time. <laughs> Listen, if you want to change it up, you can change it up. It's. You're you're the captain of your own ship. <laughs> Am I? <laughs> Jeez. All right. Let's let's introduce our guest. Uh, <laughs> what's on the buy schedule is we're chatting with Catherine Perry. Hello. Hello. How are you today? I'm here. I'm queer. Let's record. Yes. Hell yeah. Amazing. <laughs> what what are your feelings on world domination? That sounds like so much work, right? You know, <laughs> a lot of work. I mean, it's a big idea with with a thousand million little steps. Yeah. So this podcast is a little step, I would say, in that. You know, yeah. you're doing it. You're doing it. You don't have to say it every time. Yeah. That's why, why we interview so many people. Is the 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 bigger the team, the more delegation, mm-hmm. the more <laughs> the more manageable the task. Sure. Exactly. Exactly. And then, like. I, there's a certain point where I'm like, I'm not sure if I need to be the one dominating the world, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know that, like, I specifically am, like, the person who should be dominating the world. Um, I feel like my ancestors gave it a shot back there and it hasn't turned out great. So, like, Fair. I don't know, maybe someone else can world dominate. Pass oh. that baton. Pass it yeah. on. Yeah. I see what you're saying, and that makes a lot of sense. I over here was just like, yeah, that sounds like a lot of responsibility. <laughs> Colonialism. It's a lot of responsibility. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. <laughs> As always, you're coming from this, uh, you're coming to this from the right angle. <laughs> and I'm somewhere off in space. 
but not not the right angle as that word has been domineered recently the, uh, the correct the, angle the correct angle i want to make sure that everybody's clear that i'm not like surprised i'm right wing no you're from the correct angle and i'm adrift nearby a twist a twist of all twists cj <laughs> yeah. It's episode 97 and it turns out Surprise! that I'm a huge like piece of shit. <laughs> Truly this podcast is uh me holding onto CJ's hand so I don't float away like an otter does. <laughs> sea otter. That's so sweet. Oh, I love that mental image though. <laughs> uh so Catherine, want to tell us a little bit about you? Sure. I am a 33 I have to remind myself of my age, but I think it's Mm. important to know. I'm a 33-year-old, white, uh, non-binary, femme-presenting actor and educator and improviser who has lived on the land of the Lenape people my entire life. I was born in Jersey, and now I live in Philly. Mm. All right. And we're we're all in the arts, and we all know that there's no room for improvement there either. (laughs) (laughs) Everything is like just fine in the theater, uh, in the theater world. It's just uh-huh. fine. Yeah, yeah. I, I get, I get people um, on TikTok asking me like, "How is it being trans and a theater performer? How do you do it?" Do you and, just laugh and laugh and laugh. And sometimes <laughs> and that's cry. all you can do. Sometimes it's all you can do, Catherine. <laughs> Well, what, what answer do they want? Like, it's really fucking hard and it sucks so much and I have to do so much work. Yeah, it's hard all the time and casting directors don't like me. <laughs> <laughs> and by comparison, I'm lucky. Mm. Uh, so want us to lead us on your queer journey, Catherine? Sure. Once upon a time, in a, no, <laughs> in a land far away. No, that the... the CJ, I talked to you a little bit about this many a moon ago, I feel like, on Facebook Messenger. <laughs> yeah. That I, I think for me, I started acting and doing theater when I was very young. And I was always someone who was like, I'll do, I'll play whatever, I'll be whatever. Like, let's mm. let's go. I, I, I like wear flexibility and, and versatility as like a skill set. And, and then getting older, I was like, oh interesting this isn't a skill set or like um something that other artists and maybe other people are also experiencing Mm. it was just one of those things where hearing other queer people talk about their own experiences I was like oh that's what that is that's not me being an amazing actor it's like (laughs) (laughs) though you are that's not true uh but that's it's it's not the same that's not the same they're not coming from the same place I guess me right. being like, oh yeah, I'll I'll be whoever, I'll 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 play this, uh, you know, stereotypical male role here. I'll be, you know, this clown person over here. I'll I'll <laughs> I'll be the ingenue if you ever cast me as that. Uh, that any stepping into those shoes, they all felt comfortable. They all felt fun, and so that's that's kind of part of the the internal queer identity of like I'll do whatever. Um, and it, it, it brings me, as long as it's like bringing me joy in representing this character, this human being, let's go. And I, I didn't realize that a lot of other artists, it's not quite the same feeling, if that makes sense. No, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, 
and also like having a heavy improv background, I always thought like, well, yeah, you should just jump into whatever. And other artists have stronger boundaries of like, well, no, I don't want to play that. That's not who I am. I'm not comfortable playing that. And I'm like, I'll do it. I'll do whatever you want. Listen, uh, some of us, <laughs> some of us, when approached with gender, say yes and. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it doesn't, it feels comfortable and it, and it, and it feels fun and, and, you know, it, yeah, it feels right sometimes. Oh, yeah. Can I just say same hat? Cause like literally that, that was so much of my experience too. Just being like, oh, I'm comfortable playing any gender. Yeah. Don't worry about it. And they'd be like, okay, here, you can play this girl. And I'm like, well, sure, no, I any, guess. Any. <laughs> I, said, I said any. I'm once but again not, saying yeah. any. But not all the time. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I could do whatever. Um, so that's, that was, that's part of it more like identity wise and, and kind of, I think as a, actor and a performer I mean there's a lot of we can unpack that too of like how you have to be brave and willing to to shed yourself which I don't mm-hmm. believe uh I took a personality class in college and there was a quote about uh personality there are seeds in everybody and it's just a matter of like what seeds grow but you have all the seeds within you and I thought that was so lovely because as hearing that from like an actor perspective I'm like yes you have all this inside of you it's just a matter of what you're tapping into what you're welcoming in uh and kind of what you're allowing to to nurture and what you're allowing yourself to explore yeah oh I'm so glad I'm so (laughs) glad I gifted unto you if it resonates (laughs) yeah I that's super great and and not to be like talking about like hi empath or whatever but like I think that there is a lot of empathy that has to go into performing where you have to be able to see yourself in a character and like vice versa like what is the part of me that can relate to this character and all that and not it like I don't I don't subscribe to like necessarily method acting I (laughs) because why would you well, and I'm realizing too, <laughs> some of it is um, like neurodiversity on my own part of like stepping into emotion and then being able to step out of it, mm. mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is, I think, a superpower because a lot of actors you hear get, you, I've been in shows with them where they get so caught up and you're like, hold up, this is a play, friend. You are doing a job and you need to step away from it. You need to step yeah. in and out because it's now affecting your entire world. And if mm-hmm. you can't separate it, that's going to be a problem. Yep. Bertolt Brecht didn't die on the cross for you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not to say that, like, you shouldn't, like, there's an extreme emotional cost to being a, an artist and an, and an actor and a portrayer of, of things. There's an extreme emotional cost. Like, you are still physiologically going through some of the like chemical reactions to being upset and being sad and being scared. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But you don't have to like place yourself in that space forever to be a good actor. Yeah. At the end of the day, you're telling a story. Yeah. Like you're telling the story of your character and how they relate to other characters and just like communicating that to an audience, not like 
hopping into the character like a skin suit. Oh. Well, that, and, and that's very, I feel like that, ew. <laughs> First of all, love it. Fair enough. It's, listen, it's September. Spooky season is upon us. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Happy the Halloween. Let's talk theater theory. But that, <laughs> that viewpoint, though, is so, like, centric to the performer versus the story or the audience. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Which I, I don't... I don't know. I feel like maybe that's a very American theater view. Maybe not. Certainly in musical theater, it's like, it's about you and your voice. And it's like, no, Mm -hmm. it's about the character and what's going on in the story. Yeah. That's a, that's a really American thing in like Broadway and what have you. Yeah. Um, But yeah, looping it back around to like queer stuff and like connecting it. (laughs) um, Not to say that we got off track, but just connecting a thread. I think that like, a huge reason why queer people are like drawn to jobs and like the performing arts and stuff like that is because it is a space that is designed for us to like play with Mm -hmm. who we can be and what can happen. Yes. And I think out of necessity too, a lot of queer people need that, that freedom to play Mm -hmm. and, Mm -hmm. and a, a safe space sometimes. Yeah, to do that is theater. Safe space with a huge asterisk. Oh, yeah, a thousand asterisks and, like, footnotes <laughs> and everything like that. Yep. Uh, but that's that's almost like a necessity. And I feel, sometimes I feel bad for the cishet folks of the world who have no boundary, or not no boundaries, who have no, like, imagination for what the world could be and what their life could be. Yeah. It was like being friends in college as like a theater major in a liberal arts school seeing my friends who were doing business degrees just be so inflexible mm. with even like we uh, we had to take like a, a it was called scenography which basically a design class but a little more abstract right so like design meets art meets you know and <laughs> watching friends that were more in the like the business track or other majors be like so rigid in in kind of their view of the assignment when I'm off in the corner like breaking plates and like dropping stuff and they're like wait that's not gonna get you the A and I'm like I don't know what's happening though I'm just gonna do it yeah see what happens from there (laughs) and so it makes me feel bad sometimes where I'm like oh you don't you don't get to see the like lovely sparkly wonderful world that a lot of other people are seeing and living in and like exploring Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I I saw a post recently where somebody was like saying that their issue with the phrase love is love, mm. um, besides being like a pretty sanitized oh, yeah. uh, view of like queer issues and all of that, um, is that like cishet love is not the same as queer mm. love. Mm-hmm. When When you are queer... That is like stepping outside of what is dictated for sex and romance and attraction and all of that. And like there is a lot more space there in terms of like who you can be attracted to and like what type of relationship you can have and all of that. So like to equate queer love with non-queer love is pretty limiting. Yes. Mm, mm-hmm. They're limited. <laughs> and also, like, anytime someone says love is love, I just imagine, like, all of the, the straight, uh, like, 
uh, trans folk or non-binary. I don't know. Can non-binary folks be straight? You can be whatever label you want. Um, but like, you know, straight trans folks or like queer folks who are, um, ace or arrow just being like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I guess. (laughs) Yeah. I guess love is love, but we fuck sometimes too. (laughs) And sometimes we just fuck. Also, like, what if just existing is the thing? Like, <laughs> yeah, like my identity is not based in relationships. What if I'm just a being? Well, and that, like, the the definition of love in that is very the like Corinthians, like love is patient, love mm. is kind, which is like no, love is fucking gross sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> and like messy and and maybe dangerous and like it's a lot of different things so mm. if you're viewing it in that way sure love is it's what it is love is what it is mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever that means for whoever it is yeah i don't know if well, i don't know if love is what it is would go on a t-shirt at target though i would wear it i would wear that shirt i would wear there the fuck out of that oh jay we need a we need a merch shop <laughs> so that we can put this on a shirt love is what it is and then it it conjures a little bit of like that like shrugging like mm, <laughs> emoji of like well whatever yeah. allies keep keep the phrase love is love but change the tone it's not love is love it's love is love is love it's what it is it's like it's the same tone as if you're getting asked about your college roommate. Like they're fine. They're, they they are them. <laughs> they're there all the time. Yeah, that's it. Mm. <laughs> uh, Catherine, what is something you'd like to tell cishet people for the very last time, and you never have to hear about it again? Oh goodness, I think like I mean, love is what it is. Everything is what it is. There's there's no. There's no set path for anything and things like it can all be different. That's okay. Different is fine. If that makes sense. Like Mm. there's no, there's no, there's no set parameters. The people who wrote the rules are most of them are long dead Mm -hmm. and the, the rules can change. The rules don't apply to anyone or anything. They only get as much value as you give to them. So if you don't give them value, they don't matter. Yeah, yeah. That's like um, it, it reminds me of like the whole like uh argument about like gender being a social construct yeah. and like people interpreting that as like gender being fake, and it's like, no, it just means that we made it, so we, we can we could just make it something else. Yes, and like, I think going along with that too, for a lot seeing a like in the TikTok world and things like that people are trying to find a box to put themselves in. Mm-hmm. And that's a great first step. I think for a lot, for a lot of people, that is a great step. You're trying to figure out something that, that fits and feels good, but it's not always going to be a box or you're, yeah. you're going to have to build your own box because like build your own bear, right? You can't. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the workshop's for, baby. <laughs> like you gotta customize it. It's not gonna. It might. It might feel good at first, and then you're gonna go. Oh, but this and that, and oh, maybe this dimension's not quite right. And and so the like impulse to really find the label and find the thing may not be the 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 step that best serves who you are and and the mm. world around you. 
truly labels like bears, I guess, are just tools, not necessities. Yeah, it's a tool. Yeah, it's all a tool. <laughs> it's it's personal, not prescriptive. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And like similarly, when people talk about things being a, a social construct, it's like, yeah, that doesn't mean it doesn't matter. It just means we don't have to be rigid with it. Yeah. Yeah. It takes the value you give it. And if mm. it's if it's everything to you, and then it and then it's you know, and that you make every your whole life about whatever that label is or whatever it is, then when it stops working for you, you have to be flexible enough to go, oh, well that's not working anymore. Let's go over here. I've been trying yeah. to I I used to say in my brain, like, follow your bliss, and bliss is the wrong word. Now I've just been saying to myself, like, follow your impulse. If your impulse is telling you to sit on this chair and doom scroll for three hours do it just do it and if it was the thing great and if that's really didn't help that's also okay if you feel like cleaning your kitchen do it if you don't don't there will be another day where you feel like doing it because mm. i'm i'm a taurus and i'm very stubborn so i i hey. if i force myself to do something that i'm not ready to do and truly ready whether it's a big thing or a little thing it's not going to be good <laughs> yeah also, what up, fellow Taurus? Taurus! <laughs> Very much so, a Taurus. <laughs> I want to, like, go into every My Gay Agenda episode and clock, on average, how long it takes for guests to reveal their astrology. Ah! <laughs> I mean, that's another thing, though. Like, astrology are boxes that we can put ourselves into. And it's, it's mm-hmm. the kind of thing, like, does it help? Yeah, it does resonate. It, it doesn't help for me to go, okay, well, I do need to feel grounded because this is my sign. And, like, there are days where I definitely feel detached and, like, I'm just floating around in space and I do need to feel my feet on the ground. And if that's something mm. that's useful for me, amazing. Perfect. Use Another it. Another tool. Another yeah. tool. There's tons of tools. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm all about tools in the toolbox, which is, as an actor, I'm, I'm like that, too. <laughs> and, a t- and a teacher. I'm like, I'm just giving you things. If you like them, take them. If you don't, then leave it. Yeah. It's fine. I don't care. Do you want it can, or not? <laughs> can beat myself up for not being able to make a decision, or I can just shrug and be like, ha, I'm a I'm such a Libra. <laughs> well, and like the whole you you know, if you're harping on yourself for that, that's not good either. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Which is easier well, it's easier said than done as, as someone who will probably go into an anxiety spiral after this, thinking about everything I've just said in Ooh. the past 22 minutes. <laughs> oh, the relatable content. <laughs> Oops, all relatable content. Yes. <laughs> uh so Catherine, what is on your gay agenda? Oh, you know what just came into my mind? what this isn't it but this is the first thing which is make art not friends and that's not that's not actually it <laughs> going for the kill <laughs> but that's not it i don't think that's it it's like, it's like if you were on like the that l woods reality show yeah i'm here to make art not friends but i don't know why that popped into my brain but i gave it to you and, and you're on, you're on i deeply survivor regret it mode. i guess so i mean that's not not another t-shirt. Not another there t-shirt. We go. Make art, not friends. <laughs> I, but I think now that maybe that means I'm I'm very much so in my going in the now that theater <laughs> is opening up. Uh, mm. Question. <laughs> another asterisk, 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 underlined footnote, little yep. carrot thing. Um, that I'm I'm trying to be more committed to my to myself as an artist and as like 
a collaborator to like ask questions, to be the person that's speaking up first in the room, mm. even if that means at a detriment to my own self and my own career, because I have a lot of privilege um, mm. in doing so, or, you know, being an advocate, I'm, I'm a fat actor as well. So saying like, why can't I do this? Why are you not calling in anyone mm. of yeah. any sort of different body type? Uh, so maybe that's the, the not making friends. Like a collaborator doesn't need to be your best friend. They need to be someone that you work well with, someone that you respect. Yeah. So maybe that's it. Tell the story. I like, and one of my like crux teaching and artist statements right now is that everybody can tell the story. And I do everybody, two separate words, everybody can tell mm. the story, mm. which is true. And that deals with what body looks like, how a body identifies, the instrument that the body is working with, their voice type. Anyone can tell the story. It's all about storytelling. It's just a matter of how you want it to get told. And does that mean it should get told in the same way with the same white cast that it's been told in every time? Absolutely not, because that's yep. boring. And that's not what stories look like. Yeah, absolutely. I I always, like, it, it bums me out um, for, like, the obvious reasons, but, like, then in general, when um, I get called in to audition for a more masculine role, and then, like, the casting director hears like how high my voice goes and right. sees how tall I am and is like, it doesn't say hard pass, but like you can see it on their face that it's a hard pass. Mm-hmm. And like, I mostly like pity the lack of imagination in yes. like what masculinity can look like and like what gender can look like. Yes. And like, why, why not explore like, it doesn't have to be with me specifically, but like, <laughs> why not explore a less cis normative lens of what gender looks like on your stage? Right. Mm-hmm. But the subscribers, CJ. Oh, forgot the subs- <laughs> the subscribers <laughs> won't go to any show I'm in. <laughs> I mean, they all hate you. It's 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 that ad. it's those spam ads that are like subscribers hate them. This actor's secret to. yeah little imagination goes a a long way and not even imagination there are love stories all over that look so different than whatever is on the stage Mm -hmm. and like uh you know people big broadway stars get keys changed for them all the dang time Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. let the material fit the instrument that is singing it and performing it. Yeah. Yeah, Sir Cameron McIntosh. Oh yeah. Oh my god. I just... He can fuck right off. You know, <laughs> saying that trans performers are gimmick casting. Like, like Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins is going to be the hill you die on Cameron McIntosh. Like Mary Poppins. Yeah. Like you've got a, you've got a woman flying in on an umbrella. With a like, magical umbrella. Gimmicks. <laughs> You're you're producing a Disney show for the stage. Are you sure you want to talk about gimmicks right now? Just silly. Mm-hmm. Mary Poppins and Bert are a T for T couple. Change my mind. I refuse to change your mind. You're absolutely correct. I would <laughs> I would watch the hell out of it. That tracks. I love that. I I Jay, I've never been so desperate for something in my life. <laughs> Shall we get into the game? Uh, yeah. 
I just got nervous. Um, oh, it is it is so extremely low stakes. <laughs> I, the stakes could not possibly be any lower. And you say that, and my brain comprehends, and deep inside I know. Mm. But, like, you can't even see me. I'm, like, twirling my hair. I hunched over. My toes are all <laughs> curled in. Oh, I feel you, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I uh, saw that uh, you have studied, you know, theater, psychology, mm. business. Mm. Uh, so I made a little this, that, or the other game where I found terms from each of those worlds. <laughs> Uh, it's going to be, is this, you know, is this a business term, a psychology term, a theater term? Uh, with the bonus of at least I'm going to decide if it can be uh, stolen and turned into queer slang. Oh, mm. yes. Let's make some <laughs> new words. I will I will preface with I'm a strong believer that everything is theater. Um, mm. Like literally everything is theater. You choose so, a, a costume every day. You, you know. Anyway, but I I could be easily swayed to that. So like, you always have a correct answer in, up your sleeve in that way. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, if you make I'll... your case strong enough, then that it will surely follow <laughs> that you get a point. <laughs> Perfect. Um. So for example, uh, the, the term transverse, which explains a form of staging in theater where the audience is on either side of the acting area, or what it says on my dating profile. <laughs> that was very good. Thank you. <laughs> that was very good. Um, isn't there a, oh no, that's a transitive property. I was like, math, but that's not the game. I mean, <laughs> that is a theater term. It's talking about a space, but the, the, mm. the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? What's the word when you put a word, a little thing in front of a, another word? Prefix? Yes, that one. <laughs> the prefix just means change, right? Changing? I think, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But yes. that's a theater term. Yeah. Which I think is also like where transport comes from. Yeah, a lot of a lot of things. It's a powerful prefix, and it's ours now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why all public transportation's says, gay. Yes, 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 yes. There it is. <laughs> um, I'm going to start we... using the word portate. What is that? Actually? <laughs> Can I be like, oh, I'm just going to portate myself over here? <laughs> Would that just be staying in the same place? Oh shit! Is that right? If trans means change, I don't know. I'm not a linguist. <gasps> Portate. Well, the more I say it, the more I don't like it. Okay. Move along. <laughs> okay. Ditch it. <laughs> All right. We'll jump into the phrases. Um, CJ does not know. Well, I mean, CJ might know the answers, but CJ is not part of the, the game construction. Got it. Rather. <laughs> All right. Every question wrong. <laughs> All right, CJ, let's go. All right, yeah. Yeah, so they can be a lifeline, a teammate, a, a sounding board. Perfect. I constantly volunteer them for all of those roles. Perfect. All right, I'm let me just, uh, since I have these in order in my doc, I'm just going to shuffle around and scroll and then stop on a random one. Here we go. Right. Um, actuary. Isn't that a number person? Like, um, that's like a number person. No, it's like a, it's business. Yeah, I was yes. gonna say it's business. I forget what they do, but it's business. Or they, it is it is a number person. Uh, their role is to calculate, I don't know, accident rates, life expectancy, yes. relevant payouts. Someone's an actuary in a movie. 
I'll never remember. Goodbye. Forget I said it. Continue. <laughs> I don't know if that one's viable as a queer slang term, but... Actuary? <laughs> <laughs> well, actuary. God. <laughs> the problem is that I was thinking that, too. <laughs> oh, boy. Right. Next, uh, next uh, term here we have is chunking. Chunking? Chunking. Wait, sorry, is it chunking or jumping? Chunking. Chunking. Okay, yes. got it. Chunking. I want to say it's, I, I'm, I'm not going to answer for, uh, on Catherine's behalf, mm-hmm. as a sounding board. I want to say that's a psych thing. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it could be a way of, like, processing information that you, like, put that's things what was, together. Yeah, but it could also be, like, a business thing where they're like, oh, in finance put stuff together i think it could be everything let's take it (laughs) that's fair all right i guess technically that uh encapsulates it it is a psych phrase at least as i found it uh and it is the process of combining small bits of information into bigger familiar pieces so like you did nail it (laughs) oh you know what i think i knew that from like the time i did a thing on memorization yes because like yep yeah because that's a technique. And we're, we like to do that as humans. We like to put things in systems. Well, we do. Uh, all right, next we have ghost light. Aww, oh, well. that's theater. Yeah. I, I, love, I love a ghost light. I'm a Me sucker too. for it. I don't know. It's just like very, I just think it's a very sweet and, and um, yeah, I love it. Yeah, so the theater I, I just worked at all summer had a like a long, long lamp uh, base with a bulb at the top, but it had these little like ghost twinkle lights tied around the whole thing. Were you at DTC? I was. <laughs> <laughs> I know that ghost light. It's very sweet. <laughs> I I want to suggest to business people that if they want to spice it up, they should have a ghost light too. Yeah. Ghosts could be anywhere. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And they are. Sure. Yeah, they're they're from from what I've heard, they're just about everywhere. I also think like uh, the ghost light just like keeps the space alive, even if no one's in it. Yeah, it, like it mm. it keeps the like what you know the stage is a magical place, and it should be a magical place, and it and it just helps keep that energy. Is it mirrors that feel very queer as a concept? Oh, definitely. Yes, you can take it. Take ghost light. Uh, golden hello. H e l l o. Yes, a golden, golden hello. That sounds like a sex thing, <laughs> or it's like a business thing where they're like, you have to say hello in the right way. Yeah, golden yeah. hello. I, I I bet it's that. I bet it's some unique way that business people think. It's a euphemism, no matter what. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's definitely a sex thing first and foremost. Yes, um, but I I would vote business. Yeah. You are correct. It's, uh, uh, it's quote, an attractive package, typically a bonus or stock options that are offered to a senior employee as an incentive to join the company. LOL, that happens to people? Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> wait, wait, you're getting incentivized to work? Wow. <laughs> okay. Dang. Um, it does sound like a sex thing, though. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Especially you like you started not that you wrote the definition, but it started off with attractive package. Yes. <laughs> like 
gonna start calling my Packer the Golden Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I absolutely. That's correct. I, that's correct. <laughs> okay, next term is a uh, baby spot. Baby spot. Baby spot. Okay, I guess some if you were lighting someone and you wanted a tiny spotlight, it could be a baby spot. But I've never heard mm. that. Baby or it could be spot. like a. Or it could be like a psych thing, yeah. Of like, uh, like a, I've like a developmental, yeah, like the soft spot, the baby spot. Oh yeah. <laughs> or it could be a business thing when you have a newbie and you're like, well, you sit at the baby spot at the table. <laughs> God, if someone did that to me, I'd just stand up, walk away, and never return. <laughs> I would internally do that, but externally probably be entirely immobilized and unable to advocate for myself <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah i would do it in an email later on a well-written yes. email <laughs> that i proofread a thousand oh, times a hundred times sending the second i do yeah <laughs> what is it it's theater it's you had it on the first go it's a it's a small spotlight used at a short distance i have Incredible. never ever ever heard that I'm also not a lighting designer, but I've never <laughs> heard that. I hadn't either before uh, before the googling I did when creating this game, but I enjoyed I enjoy it as a phrase. I I love hearing theater terms uh, that clearly originate from theaters that actually have any money, <laughs> <laughs> because like I'm I mostly don't know about lighting because I can't afford a lighting designer. <laughs> Well, you could get a flashlight and do a baby spot with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah like a floodlight. Yeah. Okay. I'm starting to think I have maybe too many terms in this dog. No, let's go. We'll go quicker. Okay. okay. Lightning round. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. Shuffle, 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 shuffle. Here. Uh, hyperinflation. That's business. It's got to be business. economics. Yes. yes. <laughs> maybe I've spent too much time on deviant art, but my brain's like, ah, oh, also a sex thing. Oh, yeah. I Jay, I was literally going to say the exact same thing. <laughs> I'm like, I know there's inflation fetishes. I know it. All right. Uh, Skinner box. Psych. Is that your answer or are you just joking? Psych! (laughs) (laughs) No, I think it is psych. I was trying to think of of something funny to say, but I couldn't. I feel like somehow, let's, we'll put that on the docket to make into a queer term because I feel like it could be. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Exit strategy. I mean, that could be arguably any of these things, but it's a business term. It is. It's. I. I'm also uh, taking it for when I'm trying to think of how to leave a party. Oh yeah. <laughs> From the minute I walk in, I'm like, where are the doors? Where are the pets? Where are the doors? Where are the snacks? Mm. Where's the bathroom? And when can I go? Those are the most important things. Yeah. <laughs> it's the term for when you're trying to get out of tavern on Kamak, but there's like <laughs> both entrances are being absolutely flooded yes or the time i went to a show so bad but every exit had cast members that i knew (gasps) in it (gasps) no i would shoot off my own leg to get out of there but yeah i'm surprised you're still alive (laughs) that was that's some 127 hours shit oh my gosh all right next phrase is dead hang dead hang that sounds like a business thing but it could be like a theater thing. But it could be a theater thing. For no, like, it's probably. Isn't that like a gymnastics thing? Don't you dead hang from a bar? 
My my guess is going to be toward theater because we have a tendency to phrase things a bit more morbidly. <laughs> You're not wrong. I just keep, yeah, I think it's gymnastics, which is none of the options. It, it is theater. It's flying an item without a counterweight. Oh, oh that's a risky move. <laughs> yeah. But I also like to think of it's a party where like, it's just, it's, it's just real lame. The Dead vibes hang. are yeah. off. Oh, not to use the phrase lame. I need to kick that out of my vernacular. Yeah. The point stands. Yeah. It's a dead right. hang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this place is a real dead hang. Uh, how about key performance indicator? Jesus. <laughs> that's business. Yeah, yes. that's some business right there. <laughs> I thought I could get you with the word performance in it. <laughs> a key performance indicator is an audience who points at a performer and is like, that right there, that's some <laughs> performance. Oh, that that's was more at the show that I wanted to get out of. <laughs> Where you go, oh, you made a show. It's when, yeah, it's when you go to the the um, the stage door afterwards and you see your friend and you say, oh, you did it again. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I can't believe you memorized all those lines. <laughs> <laughs> I loved your costume. All right. Oh, I got groupthink. Oh, that's like... That's like yeah. uh, 1984. True. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This, as I get less, it's harder to do the random scroll. Uh, general admission. Uh, theater. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to think of how that could possibly apply to business or psychology. <laughs> well, it could be admission as like you are admitting your guilt, but you do it so generally that you can't be fully... Uh... Mm, that could mm-hmm. be a way that was like it was a general admission but like they didn't get specific about it right all right now i have one of my new favorite words confabulation confabulation <sighs> which you- is how i want to congratulate other gay people from now on <laughs> but confabulation. but like isn't confabulation where you um it's a psych thing where you're like putting a bunch of different memories together and they're not all quite like you're mushing everything together this is remembering something that did not really happen, but like, yeah, that sounds right to me. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've definitely heard that word in terms of like, even outside of psych, meaning like combining things, I feel like. Like, um, like Alzheimer's, there's a lot of confabulation. Mm. Okay, I got uh, double blind. That's a psych double blind study. Yeah. Yes. Which I guess you could do in business too, if it's like a marketing yeah. test. Or a business betrayal. A business betrayal. <laughs> uh, benchmarking. That, I guess, is business, but it's a way of marking progress. You have benchmarks. Yeah. In theater, it's when you take, like, rehearsal boxes and yes. shove them together to make a couch or a bench. <laughs> With the bright yes. green spike tape that everyone can see. Yes. All right, I have the last two that I've saved for last because they sound the most like things I want to be queer terms. Okay. Uh, we have uh, identity foreclosure. Identity foreclosure. Which is how I'm going to explain to people that I've given up on trying to figure out what my deal is and that's why they can use any pronouns they want for me. Yeah. I mean, that's it's probably a psych term. Is that like I'm closing this identity and moving on to another one or like I'm growing up? It is a psych term. This says uh, a state in which a person has prematurely committed to values or roles prescribed by others. Oh, wow. Which, again, feels feels too close to home to not be a queer term. Yeah. 
Very that much so. Oh, wow. That can, yeah, that, yeah, that hits a lot of buttons right there. Yeah. All right. And my last one, triple bottom line. Triple bottom line definitely feels queer as hell. It's, uh, there's been times where that's just been the line to the bathroom. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like business, though. It is. <laughs> All right, you nailed this, this, that, or the other game that I realized I never titled. It worked. <laughs> we did it. CJ, we did yeah. it. Woo. We won. Ooh, give a round of applause. Uh, thank you so much for playing. Oh, thank you. You kicked its butt. Truly. We learned some things. Is your competitive soul at rest? Yeah, it, it, went, it, it went away. When, oh, right. when you were there to help me, it went away. Oh. Right. <laughs> well, teamwork makes the dream work, baby. Exactly. Uh, so thank you so much for being on the show, Catherine. Yes. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, I do. Um, I will be doing a show with Jeffy Street Productions in October. And it's um, at the Penn Museum Ooh. in West Philadelphia. And it's called Eric and Lily's Night at the Museum. And it's High camp, high comedy, uh, very low on education, but a fun <laughs> thing. Uh, and so that's kind of the the like performance stuff I've got coming up. I feel like you aptly described uh, any Jaffe Saint queer production: <laughs> high camp, high energy, low educational value. <laughs> oh, I said Jaffe Street, didn't I? I always read it as Jaffe Street queer, but it's Jaffe Saint queer because yeah, of Jaffy Lily Saint queer. queer. Yeah. It's a, it's a you know what? Combo. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep reading it wrong in my brain the whole time though. Follow your heart. I, that's it. I'm Follow your impulse. My, I'm following my impulse, which is it's Jaffe Street queer. Yes, <laughs> there should be a Jaffe Street. Yeah. Isn't Jaffe Street a song in Annie? Jaffe Street. <laughs> awesome. Well, go check that out, everybody. I'm really excited. I'm hoping to see it. It should be fun. Oh, it Yay. sounds like a blast. And you can find me on the internet. All right. If you wanted to. <laughs> I think all all of my socials are I am K pair. So I A M K A Y P E A R. I'm on the TikTok. I'm on the Twitter. I'm on the Instagram and other places, but those are the ones I'm mostly on. Heck yeah. This is this is usually where I would uh plug my Twitter, but I recently um in a fit of panic, privated that because I'm having an ongoing existential crisis about my online presence. Oh, fun! That sounds like a fun thing to do. Yeah. yeah. That, but, everyone what a way needs to, a moment. Yeah, what a way to pass the time. But you, you can reach both me and CJ through the, the, the uh, My Gay Agenda Twitter, which I don't remember the handle of because, again, I'm the, I'm the otter holding on to CJ so I don't float away. <laughs> It's Gay Agenda Cast, and that is our Instagram handle as well. Um, you can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, a lot of podcatchers. Uh, whatever one you're on, feel free to drop a rating. Stars, follows, whatever the case may be. We sure do like them. Um, and you can find us on Facebook as well as Instagram and Twitter. I believe it's facebook.com slash mygayagenda. Um, or it's facebook.com slash my gay agenda podcast. Either one of them, I'm sure we'll get you there. Um, <laughs> if anyone's on Facebook anymore. 
Um, and you can, uh, oh, yes, you can find us as well uh, on patreon.com slash mygayagenda. Much like Rachel, double blindside Higgins, <laughs> Quentin J. Alexander, Jim Nolan, and Tiny Sneal. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, until next time, put this in your gay agenda. Change the world. Love yourself. Let today be what it is. Yeah. Whatever that is. Yeah. Well, right now it's technically Labor Day. So, like, don't do any work, I guess. But you'll be hearing this after. So don't do any work today if you can help it. I don't yeah, know. Don't, <laughs> on Wednesday, <laughs> September 8th, don't do any work. It's Labor no. Day too. You know, I, I said, let it be what it is. And then I immediately prescribed what it should be for them. <laughs> do the work you want to do. And yeah. don't, and, or not. Or not. Yes. Let today be what it is for Jay. <laughs> that's, that's all it ever is. So I'm just trying to get it. <laughs> you did it. And that's our gay agenda.